This is a positivity podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Every ship discussed in this podcast is a work of fiction. It's not real, so therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP we discuss in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. Podcast, a podcast where we talk about shipping, OTPs, and all that amazing stuff. So we're finally out of the high Q woods, friends. We're going to talk about something that's not high Q today, which is like outstanding. Well, not really outstanding. I love high Q, but it's like, oh God, Rose, come on, let's talk about something else. So today I have a very special guest to talk about their OTP. First and foremost, special guest, what would you like to be called today? My name is Andy. I'm on Twitter at catskis underscore boots, and I'm going to talk about Sugigata, or Sugimoto and Ogata from Golden Kamui. What was the moment when you realized that, oh man, these two are the OTP for me? I think the moment, like recently I got a friend to watch it with me, and like the first time where Sugimoto saves Ogata, like, they, they turned to me and said, okay, I see it now. Like, it, I, I, I cannot deny it anymore. Because he really, he turns to Ogata and says, like, I didn't save you because I wanted to, you two-timing bastard. And, like, he didn't have to make it sound so harsh. And, like, it just appeals to me so much. So we got all the boxes. We got the hate-fucking. We got the obsession. We've got the enemies to lovers. I think... So is that, like, a theme with a lot of other OTPs that you ship? Oh, uh, I feel like I am mostly Sugimoto-centered because Ogata really... Like, I think his thing is, like, he cannot process his feelings like a normal person. And... And Sumimoto is like really, it's the complete opposite. He's so, he feels so rawly and, and like so intensely. So yeah, I prefer reading from his point of view. But like I, I read both. Both are fine. Yeah, especially if I'm not, I'm not even writing. I will just read whatever I found. I find that looks good so yeah we're not picky yeah now okay so i know this is like a weird question i know we're kind of getting into like fan fiction like before but so you don't only speak english right you speak french too right and spanish yeah oh my god oh we we, we stand a trilingual goddess <laughs> oh my god um so do you ever find like do you ever read like fan fiction that's not in english Oh, you know what? Like once or twice per year, I will try, and then sometimes I, I in in Spanish I can do it more. Like in French, I can't. I cannot. I I hate it. Why? Uh, I just hate how it sounds. I can't take it seriously. <laughs> but like. How do you- in- it's so funny. Oh my gosh, really? No, I really can't. I cannot. 
like for me, French is like the language I I use the most. So like, it's a work language. It's I I read a lot of like poetry and stuff in French, but I cannot for the life of me read fan fiction. I cannot. I I can't even watch anime sub in French. Really? What do you watch it in? Uh, Spanish or English. Wow, that's so Most- interesting. Yeah. Mostly, mostly English, like even Spanish, I, like those are, I don't know, I just feel like it, it, like most of the translation stuff is made in English either way, so hmm. I, I try to keep close to the, to the source. Yeah, me being a monolingual, monolingual pleb, I just have to do everything in English, I don't know, I think that's so cool that, like, you can, you actually can read in, like, the different languages, but I find that, yeah, a lot of people who I've talked to about, like, this whole deal, they're like, yeah, I can't read fanfiction in my native language, which is, like, so interesting to me. Yeah. That that's the case. I mean, like, the first, and and we're veering a little, but the first fanfiction I ever wrote was, like, a narrative fanfiction, and it was in Spanish, but, like, I cannot do that anymore. Like, the, the, that was 14 years old me. I cannot do that anymore. Hmm. I mean, the English that you write is phenomenal, so <laughs> I never would be able to tell that, like, English is not your first language. So that's, like, again, that's that's so remarkable. Um, but, yeah. So, yes. So what about the English, like, kind of works for you with Golden Kamui? I know you said, like, like, you can't take the French or Spanish, like, kind of seriously. So what about, like, the language and the way that they interact with each other makes, like, reading in a different language, like, enjoyable to you? Well, I think, especially with Golden Kamui, like, it's a really, um, like, I, I said it before, like, raw series. Like, there's a lot of blood and and swearing and, like, it's a war. So for me... English is like a language I can play with and not take too seriously because like French and, and Spanish to me are like more, I don't know, intimate. Mm. So like I can like I cannot like write Sugimoto swearing in Spanish. Like I'm just gonna laugh. But I can channel all the expletives in English and like it's okay. I can play with it more. So, yeah, and also I read the manga in English, so... So, as I always say, we love the canon. The canon is great, but sometimes we crave a little something extra. So, Andy, have you ever created anything extra for your OTP? Yeah, actually, Golden Kamui was the thing that got me back to writing fanfic. That's amazing! And it wasn't really for Sugigata, it was like for a rare pair, but like when I when I wrote the first one, it was like, why why can I, what, why, why don't I write for my favorite OTP? So yeah, I wrote I wrote two 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 fanfics. They're really not the best, but like I wanted food, so I had to make it myself. And you 
You love that when you're making the content that you want to see in yeah. the world. <laughs> and for Golden Kamui, I wrote, I think a big part of the fandom is writing modern AU, where like they can maybe be happy. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe <yeah>. be happy. <laughs> and like not have like really severe post-traumatic stress disorder. So yeah, I wrote two modern AUs. And uh, there, there's one that's really, really tame and domestic and like, I don't know, maybe almost out of character, but like, that's what I wanted to see. So that's what I wrote. Hell yeah. You want to talk about, you know, what they're about? Yeah. So, well, the first one is, it's really just smut. And like, there's... Yeah, love to yeah, see. Yeah, I love smut. Like, that's my favorite thing to write, so... I wanted to write something a little playful, like no life at stake, but still a, li a little mean. So I wrote uh, a roommate. <laughs> they were roommates, AU. Yes. Yes. And yeah, like there, there's really not a lot of it. Like it's just smut. But I had a lot of fun writing it, and it got me back to writing fanfic, so I like it. That's amazing. I love that. What's the second uh, one Oh, the second one, it's like, it's just the domestic stuff. Like, I was just like thinking, what if Agata and Sugimoto were like, not traumatized and happy together? So it's, it's like, it's not even a 1K, just like them eating breakfast. And I, I'm really I'm a sucker for domesticity. So yeah, it's just that. Nothing really adventurous. That's so adorable, though. I love that. Oh, man, that's great. So do you have any recommendations for people who are just getting into this ship? Let's start with fanfic. So what are some fanfic recs you got for us? Oh, I got like six open on my phone. Hell yeah. So like I, 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 I took... Like, not spoilery ones, but my favorite is a big spoiler that has to do with what we talked. Mm. So, uh, the first one is, like, a modern AU once again. It's called, I'll bet a boner and my heart on you. It's like A boner in my heart? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I love that title. It's a salaryman AU. And it's really mm. cute. And like, yeah, like the, you cannot take the horny out of Golden Kamui. It, it just <laughs> comes with it. I love so, that. Yeah, it's by Daikon. So recommend. It's really fun. It's really cute. And they're really dumb. So appreciate that. Mm, that's and awesome. Then, I think that's actually the only modern AU I have. There's... Mm -hmm. There's this one that finished, like, it started last year, and I gave up on ever reading the ending, and it came to me this year, and I almost cried when I saw it finally updated. Aww. It's not really so great. It's not really spoilery. It's called Bright Young Things, but, like, you have to know the story a little bit to read it. Mm -hmm. And it's... Well, it's as after the gold hunt ends, and like 
someone kills Suimoto, but like his ghost is haunting Ogata. And Ogata has to kill everyone that killed Suimoto. Oh, wow. That's like heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's heavy, but it's also like really sweet because like he's hanging out with Suimoto's ghost and. And like they work through all the emotional mud that they never got to do, like when he was alive. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's mature. So once again, you cannot take the horny out of Golden Kamui. I'm gonna use that in like the promo stuff. It's just gonna be like you can't take the horny out of Golden Kamui. Like, you really you can. can't. You can't. Like it, it's it's mangaka approved. Yeah, and for sure. And then I think, like, my last one, like, this is my baby. I read it, like, at least twice a year. And as we, as I told you, like, Ogata shoots Suimoto in the head. So it's called Cycle of Violence by Tran. And it's a time loop AU. Oh, wow. Where they, where the both of them are trapped in, like, that day where, when Ogata shoot him. And... That's what that one's a little hard. Like, I mean, it's Golden Kamui, so there's a lot of violence. But yeah, like it really works. It 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 just like the missed scene that I wanted to see, and it keep its canon compliant. So I know you know the end how it's gonna end. But yeah, like it, that's my baby. I love it. Sweet. All right. So now, are there any artists that you recommend for Golden Kamui? There are like a shit ton of really good artists in Golden Kamui. I know that. Oh, I'm gonna I, wait. I'm gonna pull up my my Twitter because I didn't I didn't prepare for that one. Oh, it's okay. But yeah, there's a lot. It's funny because like a lot of them I have followed them because of Golden Kamui and like with the eras we became like more I don't know maybe Kimetsu no Yaiba or other series but like I first followed them for Golden Kamui. It also doesn't help when they change names like there was one that I know their last name but I don't know the new name they changed for. Oh man, don't you just hate that? Like, I mean, like, I love how, you know, they, you know, do, they do things and they change it up, but it's like, ah, uh, I remember you as one person and now yeah. I don't. But, like, it's the same account. Like, there, when, sometimes, like, they create accounts for, like, new shows and something, but, like, there's, it's just the same account. They change name, and I'm like, oh, no, in my head you're Andromache, but now you're not Andromache anymore. Mm, yeah, ain't that just the way? Like, I have big regrets right now. Big not regrets! Even, yeah, ah! not, not even regrets. 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 I Loki. <laughs> I kind of love that. That's, like, really funny. Um, But... Okay, so I mean, like, if you don't have artist recs, like, that's fine. Personally, I have an artist rec for Golden Kamui, and I'm not even in the fandom, so if you don't <laughs> mind me low-key, like, stealing this right oh, now. Oh, do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, so um, if anybody knows Double O Snake, Crimson D Riot, at One Piece Tarot, uh, Brodsky is 
amazing an amazing artist like in general and they have done some pretty amazing golden kamui pieces they're really into one piece right now which is super cool but i think they were a part of the one piece tarot uh deck one piece tarot deck and golden kamui tarot deck i can't remember but their art is amazing you should definitely check out brodsky if like you've ever seen them on um the twitter sphere they're at double underscore zero underscore snake so they're one of my favorite golden kamui artists and i don't even like this like <laughs> participate in this series that much and i'm just like uh but their art is so good like that's the thing like i think i first like realized like how horny golden kamui was because of their art so I was yeah like, oh, there you go but i found i found someone like like i really 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 like their their art it's Ooh. at floor Beatrice, like F L O R B E T R I Z, mm-hmm. and like, oh man, they just really draw the best Sugigata's moments in the manga and the anime, and mm-hmm. I love them. If you go to their side account, like the the low key, the not safe for word account, like mm, it's just so much, so much goodness. But yeah, I don't, I don't really have other artist recommendations because i just take whatever i can i love that all right so when you are searching for golden kamui content to consume uh do you tend to be more drawn towards canon compliant or are you more drawn towards um au type stuff for art uh for anything art fic whichever i think for I love both. Like, for art, I think I am more of a canon-compliant person. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's just really appealing to me. But, like, sometimes, yeah, you want a little break from the trauma and the violence. So you go for the little modern AUs that can still, like, be full of snark and, like, jabs, but no death. So your faith's still alive. But yeah, I think I am, I, I like both. I really like both. Like, I, I really retweet everything I see if I, if I like it. So you will see both on my, on my account. But I have a little preference when, when it's art for Canon Compliant. Because the uniforms are really cool. That's cool. I love that. All right. So now, um, if you... Again, if you were to go back to writing Golden Kamui, what kind of situation would you put them in? What would your new opus for this OTP be? Oh, God. I think, like, the manga is nearing its end. So I really, I would like to write, like, a canon-compliant piece set after the main story. But I have to wait and see how it's gonna end first. So, but yeah, I like I think there's so much amazing stuff about Golden Kamui and Sugigata that, like, I'm the type of person when I I don't feel like cooking for myself when there's a lot of good stuff. So, I kind of lose the need to write about them. And also the story is really good. So like, how can you write a good Sugigata fanfic when like the manga is a big Sugigata fanfic? So yeah, maybe more in the future, like 
after everything ends, like how I how they would interact, especially if they're still alive. I would really appreciate that. Hmm, that would be awesome. All right, cool. So we are coming up on the penultimate question. So here, here we go. If you, you know, um, is there anything else you would like to say about your OTP that we have not covered yet? I think, like, going away, it's a, like it's it's kind of hard to get into because, like, first the story is kind of well, it's it's not like the lightest. And like as we said, it's it's really a lot. Like there's a lot of uh, bulky, muscular man, uh, naked, often. So <laughs> naked. <laughs> so people don't. I don't know. Maybe they're a little intimidated by that. And like I know I was at first, but like I think the mangaka really, like they really portrays like the emotions and the stories of these characters really nice. So, yeah, like, we really joke a lot about, like, the naked man, but, like, Sugimoto and Ogata to me are, like, they have so much possibilities as characters, so you can really write them, like, in a multitude of ways, and it can be fun, it can be angsty, it can be whatever you want them to be, so, yeah, I like, I like that as a fandom, like, the writers didn't really get like closed on that canon portrayal and like the modern AU is there to lighten things up and yeah I just think they're they're a marvelous pair that's awesome so cool this kind of lends to the last question if you could describe your OTP using three to five you know words or like maybe just like one long sentence what would that be and why for Sugigata Mm, it will be like enemies to lovers. Like it's not, it's not even a joke. Like <laughs> they just feel they just fit the trope to a T. Mm-hmm. Like no, no. Like I think like enemies to, to lovers is a trope when like sometimes we're like, where's the enemies? But like they really, really, really have to work through all all the well the bad start they had so yeah a little cliche but no that's amazing i love that so now andy thank you so much for coming on the episode i love talking to friendos and hearing you know what other non-haikyuu ships they like <laughs> no but we love your haikyuu episodes i love them oh I just feel like we've been we've been focusing a lot on that since that's just been my life now and I'm like, <laughs> oh no, oh no, the people are gonna think this is a high Q podcast and it's really not. Um <laughs> But um so Andy, where can we find you? What projects are you working on right now? Tell us. Oh well right now I'm also in high Q hell. <laughs> so like I write a lot about them and I post a lot about them. And but like I'm also falling into the Tsukaisen hell right now. But I'm still watching like there's a season right now of Golden Kamui and I'm like I, I watch it every every week with my friends and like someday, someday I'm I know I'm gonna come back and like write more stuff. But yeah, I'm not there right now. But 
My Twitter handle is at catsukis under dash boot, which has nothing to do with any series we talk about. Love it. Cool. So yeah, thank you again for coming on the show. If you like Thank what you're you having heard, me. Of course. If you like what you heard on this podcast, please make sure you, Oh my god, I'll do that again cuz my <laughs> I like can't speak. If you liked what you heard on this podcast, make sure that you rate, review, subscribe. Um we have a shit ton of episodes in our backlog that you can listen to, a myriad of different OTPs from a myriad of different shows, fandoms, what have you. We want to hear about it all. If you want to be a guest on this show, which we are looking for people to talk about their OTPs, about their artistic processes within fandom, you can shoot us an email at theonetruepod at gmail.com or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter. We are at the One True Pod on Twitter as well. We post memes about fan fiction and polls about, you know, just being in fandom and it's a real good time. Once again, thank you so much, Andy, for coming on to talk about your OTP, and I will see everybody next week. Bye!